0: In today's hearings, Robert Mueller stated that the reason he did not indict President Trump on obstruction of justice is because the Justice Department's Office of Legal Counsel states you cannot indict a sitting president. But mainly, President Trump was able to skirt the indictment due to bone spurs.
1: (laughs) After Robert Mueller testified that President Trump was not exculpated for the acts that he allegedly committed, Merriam-Webster's dictionary tweeted out the definition of exculpated. Hey, what's a dictionary, said Trump
0: supporters. On NBC News, Chuck Todd characterized the Mueller hearings as a disaster on optics. And when you look like a hard-boiled egg with a crooked merkin, you know about bad optics.
1: President Trump now claims that the four minority congresswomen uh, do not love America. Duh. You show your love for America by befriending foreign dictators and screwing the middle class.
0: And finally, the Puerto Rican legislature is reportedly ready to initiate the impeachment process against Governor Ricardo Rosello following widespread government corruption and a leaked series of insensitive texts about hurricane survivors. The swiftness of the legislature's action and the ease with which they are beginning impeachment proceedings proves that Puerto Rico is not part of the United States. The Trump report starts now.
1: You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now
0: let the buzz begin. and an exculpatory afternoon Whoa. to each and every one of you. <laughs> Welcome to a very special, a very special <laughs> Trump report at a special day and time. Here we are. Yes, very proud of myself. Welcome to Robert Mueller's day off. I'm Christian Black, joined as always by Tamara Brown. Hello. And Chelsea Galicia. Hi there, Scott Moore on assignment.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I think uh, not for
2: us, for somebody else. For somebody else, yeah.
0: but also I think that uh, we texted him, we called him, we tried to wake him up from watching Scott these. Scott
1: has been exculpated from the panel. Yeah,
0: he's definitely been exculpated, <laughs> and he—he he just we couldn't wake him up. So that's really what it came down to. But we appreciate everyone who's joining us at this special day and time. And I would like to start by asking the panel, Chelsea, what'd you think? Of what Mueller had to say, and now you were able to watch the morning hearing. Yep. Yeah, the the undercard, as it were. Right. I yeah. listened
2: to some of the afternoon. Yeah. And I, I had an expectation going in that it would do something. I didn't know what, but it was it was going to to do something, and I. Came to that opinion because of how this works out in my own life in similar circumstances. When I am asked to take depositions of doctors, and usually my job is to go in there, look at the doctor's report, and convince the doctor by pointing out two, three, four different things that he says in his own report that help my conclusion. And so I extract those. There's another word that sounds like exculpatory, but I extract those. Do
0: you exculpate them from the statement, or <laughs> am I using the word wrong?
2: <laughs> That's yeah. It's, it extract is this right wacky matter so, limit, we, so you take does. these, you know, th- these. I take these reports 50, 100 pages long, pull from it some very important parts and then rework them together, and that gives the report new life and if i'm good can give it new life in the direction that i want the doctor to give his opinion in and so that's what i thought would happen today is that you take the same words that are already there but you pull different parts from different parts of the report and you put it together to more clearly tell a narrative that you're trying to tell And I thought that the uh, Democrats would be successful in doing that. And they did, but they get like a grade about a B minus.
0: But I feel like what you're saying is uh, taking things out of context.
2: No, they're in the con they're in they're in the report. They're all parts of the report. But you put them together. You're connecting the dots, so to speak, quite literally. And when you have a near 450-page report, there are some dots that are, you know, couple spread out by 50, 20, 100 pages that if you put them together could clarify the story a bit more. I mean, this – when you read a report and – When I say you read, most of Americans did not read the report, but when you read a report and every word is the same size, the same font, none none of it's highlighted, there's no exclamation marks, there's no emojis, there's nothing in there Mm -hmm. to indicate to us what are the really important, like, oh my God moments.
0: Uh, That's you, what you, you misspoke one, when you meant to say exculpation marks. I just wanted to make sure <laughs> that
2: we made that point. I'm sorry, thank yes. so you. So for what you're
1: saying for- is one must use their own logic and reasoning and intelligence to yeah, and it's, decipher uh, those things?
2: And, and as much as I want to say, hey, we all should read that report, you know, I did not read it cover to cover. So I understand that most Americans did not. But what I was hoping from this was that it would give it... Life And it would emphasize the parts that were most important. And it did that. But I say to a B minus, largely because of Mueller's, I don't want to call it a performance because this wasn't like a stage performance, but yeah, his appearance.
0: It was, bit, it was a little bit. It was a little bit of a well, okay. yeah, But uh, But uh, before we get to that, uh, Tamara, I'm sure you because it started at eight o'clock. A.M. Eastern time. So you got up at five A.M. to you were I probably did riveted. not. I wait, didn't. wait a minute. I you was didn't?
1: hoping that by the time I woke up, I was very excited. I immediately grabbed my phone, waiting for the. Expolatory statements that were uh, no doubt on the front page right. of every. And it, it, you expected to see Capitol even,
0: Police showing up at the White uh, House yeah, to take it President even, Trump I, out I, of the White I House think, think, in cuffs. What,
1: what's the word for? I think, I, I think always.
0: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they're what, what, um, what was the word you were asking I, for?
1: I think uh, like by the time I woke up, like the headlines about the the hearing were not were still like below below the fold news. Yeah, like, it no, wasn't the, even.
0: The headlines were the sound. That the Three Stooges make when they sleep. <laughs> Basically, that's what I read when I got up. But I was up. I was up yeah. at six, so uh, not to listen to the uh, testimony. Just uh, someone who lives in my house had to go potty, and it wasn't me. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So wh- I, what? However much you saw or read about, what? What, what about? is your take? Well, away? I did
1: watch the the second half the after after intermission. Yeah, the sequel's yeah, always the better.
0: Sequel.
1: Yeah. Um my takeaway was that Robert Mueller clearly was very good at staying completely nonpartisan and 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 try and making a and having to state over and over and over again that I am not on one side or the other. I'm merely here to report in, an investigation and and how I think at one point he even said like or maybe somebody said that in previous administrations nobody would have even been questioning or or his political affiliation wouldn't have even been in in the discourse of what was happening, but like uh, you know that's where we are to anyway. so I thought he did a very good job of remaining completely neutral.
0: Uh, and to the notion as to whether or not it was a performance, uh, we were talking before the show started, which is, you know, is the best time to have your conversations about this is before people can see it. But the idea, look, he, I think a lot of it was very calculated. I think on one hand, yes, he is 74 and he's... You yeah, know, there was a lot of... He's not a sharpshooter, but at the same time, he knows that their time with the questions are limited and he doesn't want to be there. So if you ask them to repeat the question, I believe, 150 times. Uh, Actually, that was in the middle of the afternoon probably is a much higher number. That was the last count that I saw because I I was not counting. I actually thought that we should have done a drinking game where we did a shot every time that he said that he couldn't remember something or he asked you to repeat it. Then I realized we would all be dead, so that wasn't (laughs) going to help anyone. But... I, I I don't th- I I think that he knew exactly what they were asking. Maybe you know I think that sure some of those times. But I think you you do it this often because you're like, oh, they've only got a couple minutes. I'm gonna take one of those minutes away.
2: Why be so defensive? Why be so so much that you don't you, want to be there? He told you
0: don't call me to this. I don't want to talk. You know but why? Because he's he feels that the report speaks for itself. There now is- here's a, here's a problem with that argument with the, that the report speaks for itself. He doesn't remember what's in it. You know, And he's like, well, if you say that's what it says, I'm going to take your word for it. So then let's just assume it speaks for itself. There,
2: it, you know, the kind of law that I do has nothing to do with anything that we saw. But the, the one thing that should be throughout is that whoever evaluates, investigates, creates reports, should, it, it needs to be available to, to cross-examination. And even if it's not to cross-examine to get them to you know, point out their mistakes and fixing, but to clarify— and to, to to make things clear for the readers, you know, sometimes I go into a deposition, not knowing, like why the heck am I am I here? And in just going through things, uh, raising the points, and in, it gives it life. And so the next day, the report and my whole case looks different. And I think that that might happen in this case when we all wake up tomorrow and things have kind of settled in. We might look at this uh, and. and if, Feel a little bit different, and I think um, when you don't have a bombshell moment, your feelings don't like snap change. You know, in a second, it kind of takes a little while to to filter down. At least that has been the experience, and in my experience, when I have done not anything similar to this, but when you take a report and you get somebody to. Give it the audio version, um, and it it can change the way that you feel. But I still don't understand the defensiveness, the clear—clearly he didn't want to be there. Um, uh, Okay, I mean, maybe testifying seven hours in front of Congress isn't your favorite thing to do. You've done this 89 times before. I know I'd love
0: to do it. Sign me
2: up. But but if this is your—you know, this was your—the last major project of your career, why be so opposed— to just helping clarify it. I mean, there are some, when when I take deposition, there are some doctors that you're like, you know, doctor, can you state your name for the record? I think it's on my report on page one and page four. I mean, they're so defensive out of the gate that it, it, it is not helpful. And obviously he wasn't that defensive, but there were tastes of that. And I just kept wondering why how you did an investigation there was a lot to it there's a lot in this report just help us make a little bit more sense of it because sometimes you read something and you're like is this really what i think it says and if you put this and this together is this the right conclusion to make you didn't spell that out specifically so i'm going to ask you that is i think central to our justice system in the United States, it's it's the way things are done in criminal law. It's the way things are done in the administrative field that I'm in. So I, I didn't understand the, the attitude. And I understand that there's a lot of, oh, my gosh, thank you for your service. Thank you for your integrity and all that. But I was, you know, yes, thank you for a service. Thank you for the integrity. And yet not thank you for the defensiveness and for not being just more... It didn't even need to be forthcoming, but just a, a more a cooperative, cooperative witness. What was he I trying think to defend saying against? saying
1: Mueller needs an attitude adjustment.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, you know, perhaps if he had been sent down to the principal's office and it was explained that this was going to go on his permanent record, perhaps he would have uh, sang a different tune. But I also think, Tamara, that obviously he he understood that this was really it was a very political it was like a it wasn't a show trial but it was a show hearing and he's not going to give them show what,
1: friends it's show business right
0: exactly and he's not going to give them the oh yeah no i would totally say that you guys should start uh, you should like i don't know why you haven't gotten your impeachment hearing ready like why are you talking to me why yeah. why aren't you voting on that you know and i i think that they were trying to get him to say things that he's just like you know, you don't spend a career as a non-political appointee in government by being baited by questions like that. Go ahead. But
2: you can, well, you can, well, so, well, but I ahead. feel like no, that well, was a direct well, dig at my point. No, wasn't.
0: <laughs> it, 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 I, I feel like that's how he was approaching it. You know, and I, I think that's that's how he felt. Quick question. Say,
1: Forgive me for not knowing this, but did has did they release a a pub for to the public the whole his report well, unredacted no, no no yeah it's still so, it's
0: still redacted yeah, yeah okay
1: so that was one thing i was wondering and then um It's uh, it's
0: like the radio edit of Inagata Devita. There's no drum solo in the Mueller report that we could get.
1: uh, I
2: wish the Mueller report just had more f bombs in it.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, that would be interesting. I mean,
2: see that that might help with the where is the where should the emphasis be? You know, in a document that's 450 or however many pages. I think I heard
0: 450. Some some sentences
2: need to be emphasized, and so an f bomb here and there maybe could have helped. You know, every word in there is important, but like really in every important document, there's like the really important words. And so without that kind of, of guidance, we needed testimony. And I'm really disappointed in his unwillingness to provide it and provide it. Clearly and, and concisely, the, the hemming and the hawing. And and even when, at one point, he was asked about Corey Lewandowski, and he had and to kind of like stop and look off and, and yeah. be like, Corey Lewandowski, uh, 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 what, what page are you <laughs> well, looking at?
0: I mean, look, when you have to look through your Trump indictment scorecard, there are a lot of names in there, like which one's Roger Stone, which, you know, you have to figure out who they all are. It's hard to keep no, track. It There's should so not many. be.
2: It should not be. He sounded like one of the doctors that I depose who has like 500 of these patients that they've evaluated. And I asked, do you have any you know, independent recollection of this person? And they say no. And I said, oh, that's reasonable. This guy should have an independent recollection of every person and of, of everything in this report. It's not like this report was from two years ago or even one year ago. So I, I don't understand. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, Muller, so so great. Thank you, Mueller. And I'm like, I'm I'm not in that camp. Well, uh,
0: in the chat, our Scott Brown uh, summarizes it this way: Muller wanted people to read the report. He was pissed that the populace was too lazy to read it and wasn't prepared to do a table read. I think okay. that I think that that's a mm-hmm. that's a very salient yeah. point. I think that a lot of it is, why are we talking about it? Didn't you read it? And mm-hmm. I think. There's plenty of people who were asking questions that didn't read much of it, or possibly even any of it. They had staffs that poured over it. I'm like, you're gonna tell me that all those okay, people hold read on a it? second.
2: But I, but here's the here is the reality. I go up against defense attorneys where they ask questions where I'm like, didn't you read the silly report? So even. Lawyers, whose job it is to read reports and understand it, and, and don't do it. So to expect that the American public was going to read no, a four hundred and fifty. Well, questions. on the Judiciary people, Committee, yeah, th- were- th- that, that
0: that is their job. And if you are trying to use this report as grounds for starting the articles of impeachment, you should have at least read most of it. You know. So it-
2: wait, you're saying our Scott Brown is pissed that Congress did N- not read it?
0: No, no, that's me. Oh, no, he he just, just thinks he says that Mueller, Mueller's pissed that people didn't read. That's his thought. That's
2: that's fair. It's like the
1: teacher that the student is asking, you know, what time is lunch? And they're like, it's on the blackboard rather than just give you the answer.
2: Yeah, but, but, you know, Mueller doesn't appreciate that not everybody, you know, understands by reading. Some people need the audio and plus the visual Mm -hmm. or they need to go over something several times before things sink in. I mean, I think that's even true for me that I have to, you know, when something is long and convoluted, I got to read it a couple of times and then digest it. But to expect that people were going to do that with a 450 page document that used words like Exculpatory, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. people were just it. not people were just not going to to do that. So I understand that that may be a reason that he yeah. would be upset. It's but reason, it's not I it, it's not really. So, can we valid talk about thing?
1: the things that did stand
2: out? Sure, like, but
0: hang on one second. Do you think that? it would have helped if Morgan Freeman had done an audio book of the report and yes. everyone could have listened to it? Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, I I can't say I would have finished it, but I definitely would have started it, for yeah. sure. Uh, because
2: all of that is, I mean, you know... Some birds weren't meant to be caged. You know, speaking of... you know, Donald I've,
0: Trump crawled through a river of shit.
2: <laughs> you know, he I... came out clean on the other side. I've, Actually, he did, you're right. I've heard a lot of, I don't know why I'm so interested about this, reviews of the movie The Lion King. And people were very upset. Uh, Just
0: tell me how you're going to tie this in. I can't wait.
2: (laughs) People were very upset that the animals did not have any emotion expression. behind the eyes. So see, it's not just even words. You need emotion to go with, in order for it to land with people, in order for it to register. So certainly a flat thing, like words on a paper, is mm-hmm. not going to register with people. Add a voice, that's better. But add a voice, and apparently even cartoons, they need you know an a, a emotional read behind the eyes in order for people to get it. That is what America yep. understands. Makes sense.
0: So what you're saying is that Adam Schiff looked like Pumbaa the warthog. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say I, I
2: have not seen the new Lion King so I cannot that, make that assumption. you've seen that the old one
0: though you know that there's a warthog in it yes. <laughs> Okay, that's. I just wanted to make sure we were on that part we were at least that far along this, sorry but earlier, earlier today Chelsea's just like I have no idea who the Allman Brothers are so I just needed to know <laughs> where we were uh, don't but, tell all them I mean Look, I it's think that that's all right to mention. I don't think
1: our listeners know who the Almond Brothers are. Oh, thank you. I I, I guarantee would, I feel much better.
0: resident said that he loves the long version of Vida. Sure. All right. So it's not I, the Brothers. I know our No, I know. It's it's a uh, Butterfly, but I you know, I know our demographic and it's okay. an, it's an Almond Brothers <laughs> demographic. So, Tamara, you wanted to talk about the highlights, the high points, the ups. Yeah. So The hits. Yeah, so what were uh what was number 1 with the bullets uh, heading up I, the charts? I think
1: the hits Uh, were uh, when he was asked if uh, President Trump was untruthful in his written responses, and he said generally.
0: Yeah. In other words. Which is a really firm answer for the way he spoke today. Which, again,
2: why can't you just answer with the yes or no? I, school clients, left and right, they're supposed to answer questions with yes or no. If you don't understand a question, ask for clarification. It's not a
1: hard yes, but it's
2: a yes. I mean, he he obviously, generally yes, generally yes. WTF, dude! Just answer the question.
0: I, I'm sure that's why I'm saying it's all very calculated. He he didn't want to say anything too firmly, you know. It's it all very soft <sighs> answers. But to Tamara's point, and that he, was an affirmative. Yeah, I mean, he, it,
1: it was an affirmative. So that that it was affirmative. Uh, just to clarify, um, and uh, I do I needed the clarification. One line of questioning was was something to the effect of if. Don Jr. received this email offering information, which he accepted enthusiastically. How is that not evidence of collusion? Right. Uh, and uh, to which, after a long, like, the problem is, is that that yeah, like you, you no direct answers. Not because Mueller wasn't being direct, but because he was, I th- I thought answering, and I guess. You didn't. You don't agree, but answered in a very legal way. But um, saying basically that there's not this meeting took place, but there's not evidence of what was discussed at this meeting, as far as I understand sure. it. So we can't. It's like. You can't connect. You can draw lines toward the dots, but you can't actually connect
0: it. The meeting was about Russian adoption. I think we've all heard that. I don't think we need to ask any more questions. Honestly, I don't even know why we're talking about it right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the other uh, some of the other hits were uh, the admission. And I don't know how firmly he said this, because this was when I uh, was not watching it, but that the report did not exonerate Trump. And that he could be indicted after office. So he specifically asked that you, I guess, can indict a sitting president. Uh, Chelsea, your reaction to those statements? And did he give a forceful enough, uh, you know, is that forceful enough saying my report did not exonerate Trump? Because that's not saying Trump is guilty. He's saying my report does not declare him not guilty. It's you know it's it's a very specific. Did either, by the way,
1: since we're talking about the exoneration, did, did either of you watch it during the part when Representative Turner was like? bashing Mueller over the head with the definition of exonerate and he was like, What well, your law school? Did they properly teach you the definition of exonerate? I because don't think here's that was part
0: that I saw. Oh no. my gosh. Nope, it was, I missed th- that. Was
2: and so I also many... miss the exonerate they don't that's not how law school works.
1: Yeah, he was trying to get him to define exonerate uh, by by his specific terms and and by saying did they not teach it this way to you in law school? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it got so childish The guy, the guy went to law points. school 100
0: years ago. Yeah. I mean, 50
2: years ago. It's true, literally 50 years ago, yeah.
0: Thinking that was When, like, half of the
2: Supreme Court cases that I learned off of were not even decided when he was in law school.
0: Yeah, we... If you think about it. Though. Yeah, I know. We, we hadn't even walked on the moon yet, or staged the moon landing, depending on uh, <laughs> who in our audience is reacting to that. What, what do you think, though, about him saying that the report did not exonerate Trump?
2: Um, okay, great. I mean that it was like a necessary thing, but it's not sufficient to, you know, create. He, a also, he
0: also could have said like, you know, I'm not comfortable answering. You know, I, ch- I choose not to answer that question, or I'm not. You know, he could he could have said that. I mean, he's essentially said it before, but he he gave a little. He did I guess. That a lot in the he, second yeah. half, I,
2: right? And I think he felt that he had to because of the misrepresentation by H. G. Barr, but I, I think for me one of the Biggest sh- highlights, shifts for me was in like thinking that this was a full and complete report to thinking, no, this is an entirely incomplete, unwhole report because of the fact that Donald Trump never gave answers. He gave written answers, which could hardly be qualified as real answers. Um, it, and if those were going to be his final answers, there should have been a, an assumption made. Against his interest because of the quality of those answers. So the inference should have been that either there was con- some sort of attempt at conspiracy or we cannot determine it based on the uh, on his Unwillingness to cooperate with the investigation. Uh, you know, Mueller had this whole thing about how he weighed in the balance about how important the information was from Trump against the time that it would take to get it, and about how tedious and long it would be if he had to go through the courts to get Trump to cooperate. And in his assessment, he just decided that he didn't need it; that perhaps that there was enough other evidence to um, to support what he thought he was going to get from Trump. But I think that that, you know, makes the, the report incomplete. I mean, I, I probably couldn't go to trial on a report where a doctor says, well, I mean, I just couldn't get the person to give me the answers. And so— here's the report i i would say that that's not substantial evidence i a judge so, would not let me go to, to trial in put on it in
0: those terms is it like if you were deciding to go to go to court and it's like well this doctor did an examination but he wouldn't say what he actually found in the examination is it like I asked, you know, was his leg broken? Yeah, I, I, I don't want to say whether or not his leg is broken. Right, is but a sort of like, I know I'm oversimplifying yeah, not, it, but is it essentially that, that?
2: But, you know, here, uh, it, it's like going, on a, going to court with a doctor's report and the doctor um, didn't talk to the person that he was evaluating. That report would not be substantial evidence. This report centered around... Trump, the Trump administration, and whether there was any conspiracy slash collusion with Russia. So Trump was a central uh, person in this uh, investigation, and he refused to cooperate. I don't see how he could then make any conclusion about the collusion conspiracy issue without That part of the report. And if he wanted to end the investigation, he he should have just said that there's not enough information either way, because the subject of the investigation refused to cooperate meaningfully.
0: Uh, Tamara, one of the things that uh, he said was outright liars made it harder to complete his report. Uh, Does that sound like it would be accurate that in this sort of hearing, if people are blatantly lying to you? It's going to be fairly hard to reach a conclusion.
1: I didn't hear that part. So, but
0: who, just as a statement, it, it is Mueller who said it, and the outright liars is an direct. He is said outright liars made yeah, it difficult that,
1: to complete yes. this investigation.
0: Yes. What's the question? So, do you think that would be hard? Do you yeah. Think when you're asking people about what happened and you're convinced that they're lying to you, do you think that it might make it take a little longer?
1: Uh yeah, absolutely. And um unless unless you assume that it's not going I don't know. I, I don't know how to answer this. That's here's okay.
2: here's the thing that this demonstrates to me in our system. You can have outright liars. It's it's in a report, it's now on the record and testimony in front of Congress and nothing will happen to any of these people. Meanwhile, I have the, I represent people who get hurt at work and they lift a box that's like 5 pounds more than the doctor's restrictions and the insurance company gets them on videotape doing this and they run it all over the news like look at how fraudulent our workers compensation system is. They, you know, throw the book at the guy, try and, you know, throw them in jail for perjury and f- fraud and all sorts of stuff. And you but get you- this level of outright lying. Right. You know when, when people you know make mistakes or they or, or you know they forgot about a car accident that happened ten years ago, so they didn't tell the doctor about it. That gets them in trouble. That hurts their case. They are denied compensation. They or worse. And here, outright lying does nothing. So I think that to most Americans, if they have any experience with the legal system and they know how what happened to them if they were slightly amiss of the truth then you have these fools who are outright lying and subverting investigations and nothing happens to them and and the report's in, and that, and then that's just it. It is undermining not just to democracy, but our entire rule of law. And for this administration to try and trumpet this whole, this is a the administration of law and order is is, is the, my eyes would roll back so far in my head they would actually get stuck.
0: So you're saying, if we're putting this in the workers comp sort of world, that the Trump administration are the people who are collecting workmen's compensation and then there's video of them playing tennis and kayaking and you're like, well, clearly you're not hurt. Is that what you're saying? I
2: mean, so much worse than that. I mean, I would say, you know, maybe doing like, what was, uh, jackass level tricks. Oh, on, you hey. know. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So
1: Having doing sex stunts. with Russian prostitutes
2: maybe.
0: Perhaps? Yeah. That, well no, that I think that's actually of, good for your back. At mm-hmm. least that's what my grandpa told that, me. That
2: that's the level of discrepancy that I am seeing here. The effect of, you know, how often my clients are, are harassed into you remember you're on the record, right? You remember you're subject to the penalty of perjury, you re- remember that you can spend time in jail, you can pay fines, you know, and these are just for people trying to claim Measly benefits for sometimes some very but serious threatening injuries.
1: A penalty of perjury or an oath under law and of God means absolutely nothing to somebody who thinks that they are above the law and impermeable and uh has no moral compass. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like take backsies, you know, like I, I I'll sure I'll swear on a Bible, you know, like it doesn't mean anything.
2: And so that 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 gives more credence to the fact that. Mueller should have said that my investigation, it, my investigation may be complete, but my report is not.
0: Well, I think he I mean, he has said before that, uh, you know, now it's in the hands of other people. And he sort of referenced some other branches that are handling things specifically when he was asked about Roger Stone. He really didn't want to comment on that because someone else is handling that. You know, I, I think I think there are times where he wasn't being evasive. He's just like, I I, I, can't I, I literally can't mm-hmm. comment on that, you know, and. Uh, That's not even like, I do not recall. Sorry, what were you going to say?
1: No, I was just agreeing. Oh,
0: okay. that's reason enough to stop right there if anyone <laughs> agrees with me. So uh, I wanted to spend a moment on sort of the, the coverage of it. Uh, at the top of the show, I referenced what Chuck Todd had to say. Uh, Chris Wallace on Fox News said that it was an embarrassment for Democrats. Uh, the At the top of the Dredge Report, uh, to keep things musical, it says dazed and confused.
1: And they would have said that had had we had sure. some admi- significant smoking oh, yeah. gun. Well, no, that
2: I still would have been the headline. Right. You think Dazed and confused. Thing. I mean, certainly, I. I, I mean, I just disagree. Makes me laugh. I mean, it was a bad day for 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 Mueller. And He Democrats. didn't do it, and I think, and Mitch McConnell, because I I think that the the thing that most came out of this for both sides. I think, I would hope, is the serious nature of the interference and attempted interference. And I was looking to see how the other side reacted to that. And, and and I see a lot of, well, we all interfere in everybody else's elections. They interfere in ours. It's been going on since the beginning of, I guess, time. Other countries are doing it. You know, I think China's probably doing it worse than Russia. You can say all of that. But at this moment, we have very, very clear Evidence, like Mueller said, that not only it happened, but it continues to happen, and the the only logical, natural reaction to that is, well, we should do something about that. We should do something about that that makes sure that the Russians don't interfere or that anybody else interferes. And the fact that they have interfered in the past, and we must have let it slide, maybe, doesn't mean that we shouldn't do something about it now. So there is bipartisan legislation that was how, passed in the House, and it is Mitch McConnell who is sitting on it, not allowing any hearings, not allowing any votes, not allowing anything to, to go forward on it. So... Uh, I, I, I think that any reasonable person would look at that today is a bad day for Mitch McConnell.
0: Well, I mean, let's talk about when it's a good day for Mitch McConnell. That's a rough, I mean, rough I just, conversation
2: because I, I can't think of any. Like you
0: know, it, when
1: it's
2: uh mash, uh
1: when it's a uh, pea soup day in the cafeteria.
2: Yeah,
0: you know, I mean, when when you look like a turtle who chain smokes, there's you know, every day's every day's uh, Sunday. I, I mean, know.
2: so and it, and I don't think you know democrats should be embarrassed if if any but if anything and i'm i'm so sorry kentucky should be embarrassed and but i do understand that mitch mcconnell does have very low favorability um, ratings in his own state of kentucky but i still don't understand what he's doing there uh, kentucky what is happening what wow. is happening or i mean it is it, is something other than the will of the people of the state of Kentucky happening to result no, in I mean, in in Mitch McConnell and another very unpopular guy right now Rand Paul who just who voted to deny 9/11 yeah, victims. That first second. We'll go
0: back to the mother report but the the because we talked about this in the past I did want to make sure we mentioned it, and since it came up now. So the benefits for the uh, 9/11 first responders did pass the Senate. Uh, 97 to two, and I wanted to take the time to point out who the two who didn't vote for it are: Rand Paul and Mike Lee. And uh, you know, I think that when people stand up for their beliefs and vote, you know, against the majority in a good way, it's we. Yeah, I think we did that a couple weeks ago. You know, when some Republicans went against the fold and voted, uh, it's it's worth pointing out. That uh, they, you know, and, you know, Rand Paul is very like, we shouldn't make the government any bigger. We should keep the government he's out of our He's very
1: hardline, libertarian, how, and, and, and incites so, fiscal but, responsibility. But how but does then, that make sense
2: if you well, voted well, for I, tax cuts?
0: Right. Well, that's kind of the, the thing. I mean, he, he, he's made enough votes where it's like, oh, I kind of, you know, you want to talk about optics. Voting against that is is not great. So it's like, well, I don't like government spending, but you know what, this is something, you know, let them figure out where to, where to get the money from. That's not my job. I'm just a senator who gets beat up by his neighbor, so uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I think that uh, yeah. I mean Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul, I think you're doing a great job representing the Bluegrass State. I think. Uh, I think. But look, I mean, how many people was vote? Was that sarcastic? How many, yes.
2: Okay. How many it people, wasn't clear enough.
0: How many people? Well, it was because it was written. You couldn't. Okay. There was no tone behind yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. See, but. but yeah, how many people just continue to vote for people that you know don't, aren't popular nationally? It's like if they promise, if, if you know, if you promise stuff to the people, who are going to vote for you, they feel like they're going to get it. You know, you, you're going to still, you're going to keep voting for them. Don't also, just vote just, along
1: party lines.
0: Yeah, you're going to vote along party lines. You know, and I mean, it, the, you don't get a serious challenger to a mitch mcconnell or a rand paul i mean you know i think that uh i mean the hair alone makes me question rand paul but you know what what do i know anyway uh so we have a few minutes left and uh obviously we should talk about uh president trump since he's such a a factor in all this first of all i want to get your reactions to something he said yesterday that he wasn't planning to watch it he might check out a little bit how accurate do you think that is Tamara? that he that he didn't watch it.
1: Uh I I I'm sure he only watched a little bit because it took a lot of um you really had to focus in and I don't think he is capable
2: of that. And but this you, was an attack on his ego. And so mm-hmm. that he pays careful attention to, he watched every episode Well that, that's actually I the way so. I feel.
0: Now there's a chance though for what you're saying is that he was kind of given and edited together like highlights package of it where when they fast-forwarded through something, they played the Benny Hill theme to keep yeah. him interested. That's entirely <laughs> possible. I'm not going to rule that out. But yeah, And I- he also
1: had his list of like, ah, this guy was on a uh, good... Uh, Representative Turner, uh, good guy, like that guy a lot. Making, keeping track of who to add to his naughty and nice list. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think just yesterday he was tweeting about how far the standards had fallen at Fox News. But then, you know, Chris Wallace talks about how it's an embarrassment for the Democrats. He doesn't even like retweet it. He actually like types it. I think he even like at mentioned Chris Wallace. I'm like, all right, you're really proud of that. That he calls it a, a, an embarrassment for Democrats. But I, I agree with Chelsea. I think that it didn't matter what was on his schedule for today. He there was did, nothing he on his schedule. Did, well, whatever there was, he was supposed to do today, mm-hmm. he didn't do any of it. He did this. He sat and he watched it. And you know, uh, you, you, we talk about Mitch McConnell chain smoking. If you could chain drink Diet Cokes, where somehow like you open the next mm-hmm. one with the bottom of the can that you just finished, I think that that's probably. Were there
1: tweets? There, there, a were, lot of, there seven were a lot of tweets. The there were a
0: lot. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, he was tweeting what commentators said, but his big tweet was "truth is a force of nature." That was in all caps. And I agree that truth is
2: a force of nature, but I don't okay, know. Okay, so that is very that has
1: to do with him. Okay, so well,
2: yes. So that is, uh, I think that's strategic. When there is strategic, n- yes. Go ahead. When there's nothing that you can really say that gets people to agree with you, I see this often. Just say something that everybody has to agree with. That and truth so, is a
0: force of nature,
2: and that and that way, you get people agreeing with Black you. Lack is slimming. Right. So yeah. that's the
0: most racist thing you've ever said on this show. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> so so I, I you know, it's, it's some of us are like, what what is that all about? But no, it is it, that kind of statement accomplished the job that it was intended to do, which was to just get people to agree with him.
0: He also uh, thanks Democrats for holding this morning's hearing. This was after the morning session. And he said, now after three hours, Robert Mueller has to subject himself to hashtag shifty shift and embarrassment for a country. I'm going to say shifty shift is better, but he really peaked with the nicknames, I think, as a candidate. I think since he's been president, the nicknames just haven't, you know. Yeah. Lion Ted Cruz was Crooked Hill. These were good nicknames. W- Nick, why, n-
2: why was Lion Ted running Why, out why, of why is that so good? Well, it's I mean, stuck, yeah, but That's what? Because it's stuck. What, what, okay. I,
0: you know, it was effective. I, S- like Sleepy Joe Biden. I mean, I, that, that doesn't, you know, Hansy Joe Biden or <laughs> Creepy Joe Biden. He's, he's not committing. Like, if you're going to mm-hmm. really call somebody out, call out what people are saying about him. And uh, Ryan he's has uh, highlighted a highlight. uh, tweet. It was never agreed that Robert Mueller could use one of his many Democrat, never-Trumper lawyers to sit next to him and help him with his answers. This was specifically not agreed to, and I would never have agreed to. It. It's not up to the him. The greatest witch hunt in U.S. history by far. You know, um, well... I. I guess.
1: Even if this y- was a witch hunt, it's not the greatest witch hunt in U.S. history. No, I
0: think that might be the Salem Witch Trials. I'm yeah. just going to guess. Yeah. If I had to guess what the greatest witch hunt in history yeah, was, exactly. was the women who were accused of being witches because they didn't float when you dropped them in the water. Or wait, no, if they, what was it? If you floated, you were a witch and you'd have to be drowned. But then if you sank, then it proved you weren't a witch and it's a good thing you drowned. I, 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 I don't know. I wasn't I didn't uh, I didn't brush up on my uh, 16th century law. But uh, I know Chelsea, uh, our friend Brooke is studying it right now, so (laughs) she can uh, share that with us. Uh, We do only have a few minutes. But uh, one of the other things that uh, President Trump uh, shared, so he's figured out how to share clips. I think I think somebody's helping him. I'm just I, I just have to admit, you know, that I don't I don't think he knows how to take an ABC News clip oh where boy. Terry Terry Moran says that the impeachment's over. I can't wait
1: until he accidentally attaches the wrong video. Oh,
0: that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, look, it's it's an honest mistake. I mean, you know, ask Anthony Weiner, you know, it's just sometimes you have the wrong attachment. It just happens. Oh man! Sometimes you get hacked. Uh, But Terry Moran on ABC News uh, said that the impeachment's over. What do you think this has done to the prospects of impeachment? I don't think it helps. But what do you think, Chelsea?
2: I think this, again, this is one of those things that we have to let it settle in first. I know that we all want to make quick conclusions about it, but what we're asking ourselves for is how are we going to feel about this later? And I don't like that very much. I wish that this was a little bit more intellectually driven. And the intellectual answer is the report made clear that he committed impeachable offenses. The testimony today enhanced or gave life to those um, oh. to those charges
0: let I me mean, i guess it was so logically following hearing, he sure. should be
2: impeached now if it's a strategic decision by the democrats not to pursue it that is is something else and that goes based more it seems to me on the feelings of people that does does it look like the american public is up Energetically for that kind of of drama, and as of right now, the Democrats they're they're playing the hand that says it's not. So what we're looking for is whether people's feelings change about it, and I think it'll take a little while for those feelings to really settle in.
0: Uh, Tamara, same question: Where do you think we're at with the impeachment? I would love to ask Scott where the impeachment clock is. We'll have to ask him next week.
1: Well. It's hard for me to say because of the fact that I I am against a impeachment so right. uh, I guess I, I, I think it's not. Uh, we're, I, I think we're in the same
0: place. Yeah, I think that uh, with a with a Senate that wouldn't do anything with whatever the House does. I think I understand Nancy Pelosi's point is like we're we're just helping them by doing this. These these are those votes to repeal Obamacare every couple months that the House Republicans did. You know that obviously they were never ratified or even debated in the Senate. But so, I, yeah. I
2: think that even though it may have not changed the American public's. Uh, feelings or opinion. And I'm not saying that it hasn't. I feel like that we need to wait a while before we can actually say that. But I think that it recharged the people on those committees who questioned Mueller today and gave them new energy to follow up and further investigate uh, in some very obvious places, like in the, well, Trump refused to cooperate. And so there's a giant hole uh, in this report and and we heard that the FBI is still investigating so um, I- if anything it just gave more fuel to the investigation fire uh, also I would yeah. like
1: to as many times as a Republican today said uh, that the FBI is a uh, honest respectable organization so should they find something how quickly they will be singing a different song
0: if they if they actually find something yeah and I think if they I think that uh, things are partisan enough that uh, anything that's found, uh, I, I don't know that you're going to hear it a year out from the election. I think that uh, you know. Any, I think that we might find if there's anything, I think we're going to hear about it a little bit more than a year from now when they feel like it'll be more effective when you can do when you can remove someone but from office the old-fashioned way. Uh, and a final typhoid uh, fever. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, syphilis. A final uh, tweet to read. Uh, A frail old man, unable to remember things, stumbling, refusing to answer basic questions. I said it in 2017 and Mueller confirmed it today. All you pundits and moderates and lame Dems who told the public to put their faith in the esteemed Robert Mueller just shut the F up from now And That's from Michael Moore. Uh, So... You know, I, I wanted to, instead of reading all of uh, Trump's tweets, so apparently, you know, Democrats were looking for more uh, is, yeah. is the big takeaway. You know, I
2: hate this one line, but it keeps like registering in my mind. You know when people say, oh, well, it's good enough for government work.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. It does, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't I mean, take much. Uh, for it to be good enough uh, for for is government. that a
1: phrase? Never heard that. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it, it, like you don't have to do a particularly good job. It's like well, it's good enough for government work. Yeah. Uh, and this episode of the Trump Report also good enough for government work. <laughs> but we do have to uh, we do have to say goodbye now. Uh, we can't tell you exactly what time, but we will be on next week Tuesday and Wednesday nights after both of the debates. So if you want to find out when those are going to air. Our goal is to do it right after the debate, which would be 11 Eastern, but uh, we'll let you know. Uh, You can uh, follow at TrumpReportABTV, and you can find me at ChristianDMZ. Tamara, where do people find you? Uh,
1: Find me at uh, HeyTamara underscore
2: on Twitter. And Chelsea? At ChelseaGalicia.
0: And our friend Scott Moore at SMAN80. Why why doesn't he get some followers just because he didn't bother to show up? Anyway, uh, that's all the time we had. Thanks so much to everybody. We will uh, see you Tuesday night after night one of the debates.